0: hello hello there fun and gains family it is good to be with you on this Wednesday I hope you all are having a great morning a great day if you live in a frozen tundra like myself, I hope you're staying warm. We have been getting snow and snow and just freezing weather for quite some time. And I know a lot of people have been hit with this. If you live somewhere a little bit colder, they typically gets snow. And even down south, like my parents who live in El Paso, it's been cold down there too. So it has been a little bit chilly. I hope everybody's staying warm, staying optimistic. I know whenever it is wintertime like this and cold and dreary and just ice on the streets it can get very intimidating and daunting to want to really do anything. I find my motivation is lacking. It is dropping. It's falling off the face of the planet, but I'm still trying my best and not making excuses. I will say having accountability and going with somebody has really been helping me. So Darian and I have been able to go to the gym for a few weeks now together, which has been so much fun as you guys heard on the episode with Darian. I feel like it has been years since we've been able to do that and it has just like sparked a fun new thing for us that we used to do all the time together but now that we get to do it again so that has truly been the highlight and the fun and gain for this week is just being able to actually spend more time with Darian crush some workouts together for old time's sake and if you don't have anyone to work out with It's time to dig deep and to just get there, anyways. I mean, I don't always get to work out with Darian, and those are the days that it is typically harder for me to still show up, but I always feel so much better and just staying consistent through these winter months when we know that our motivation and our drive to do everything can dwindle because it's just so cold outside. I don't know what it is, it's darker. Like, I just. It's just not for me. I don't want to wake up. I don't want to get out of bed. I want to stay in my fuzzy blanket. Like I have a blanket underneath my comforter that I always sleep with because it just, I have to be warm and I want to be. (laughs) very cuddly and snuggly. So we're going to try our best, stay consistent through these cold months. We can do it. We're here together and it's going to be awesome. If we're going to talk about motivation, I feel like this is a perfect leeway into today's podcast guest, the Chris Huey. I am so excited to have her on the podcast. I've been wanting to have her on for quite some time. I am inspired by her love of life. She is somebody who is very fun. She's outdoorsy. She likes to just get outside and get active. She recently ran and completed a marathon, which I am extremely excited to talk about. And I thought that this would be a fun way to have somebody and a special guest on the podcast be able to talk about marathon training, talk about running, talk about Trying to get into running, if that's something that you've been maybe wanting to for this year. I know I predominantly love to lift and I'm in the gym, but I love being able to talk to a lot of different people who have different training styles to kind of tap into what is that starter pack? What is that going to look like for you to start running? Get some inspiration, some motivation. When I move to a warmer climate, I definitely want to get outside and run and just have that be one of those habits and fun things that I do regularly. It's something that I'm really looking forward to. So I was so excited and inspired during this chat. I was like, I'm ready to go outside right now. Let me put my snow boots on and just start running. No, no, it can't be me yet, but pretty soon I really want to just enjoy that. And this episode is just really fun and lighthearted. So I hope you love it. I hope you take something amazing from it and everybody go wish Chris a happy birthday. Her at sign is San Francisco show her some love, wish her happy birthday. She recorded this on her birthday, which I did not know going into this, you will hear. So without further ado, let's welcome Chris to the podcast. I am so excited to have today's special guest with us. She's going to share so much about her most recent marathon she just ran. We're excited. We're going to welcome Chris to the podcast.
1: Hello, guys. My name is Chris Huey. Should I I go about my intro? (laughs) Yeah, go about, introduce yourself. Let everybody know who you are. Okay, well, first off, thank you for having me on the podcast. I feel like this is like my first podcast appearance. I don't really do podcasts. It's it's nerve-wracking to me, but um, yeah what better podcast to be on than fun and games season you're three. so
0: nice <laughs> you're so nice Yeah, you're the first guest of season three so welcome how many episodes you've had two so far right? yeah i think two maybe three uh-huh. i don't know yeah okay i'm honored too all
1: right so i am born and raised in san francisco i still live here um i'm 20 26 years old it's actually my birthday today well, Chris, you're the agreed to do.
0: I uh, we're hanging up. We're hanging up. Goodbye, no. girl.
1: I get up early on your birthday to this podcast, Chris. Oh no, I've been up anyway. It's it's fine. And like, oh, no, horrible. Oh, I'm no, go. no. Oh my god, I have plans later tonight with my family. But today's just a normal day. Like, I'm gonna go to the gym with my mom, and like, you know, it's I'm working in the morning. And I thought it would
0: just be fun why not okay, okay okay I feel like a bad friend now that I didn't even know today was your birthday and I offered this day Always. I guess you did pick I gave you a couple options exactly and you did pick oh my gosh I'm sending you a birthday gift I feel horrible god. I'm just so oh honored
1: god. you don't have to no.
0: everybody if you're listening spam Chris's account San friend Crisco and tell mm-hmm. her happy belated birthday my god <laughs>
1: No, I feel like it just ties in well with the topic of today too, because okay. that's like a reason why I wanted to do it. But anyway, um, where was I? Yeah, I'm from the Bay Area. I have lived here my whole life, um, except for the four years when I went to college in San Jose State, and San Jose is like 40 minutes from home. So I've really just been in NorCal my whole life. Um, in college, I continued playing volleyball, club volleyball for the team, and that's also when I sort of tapped into my fitness journey. I started my senior year of high school, but I continued lifting, playing volleyball throughout college. And yeah, I mean, that's kind of like the, the main focus of all my social media platforms. Oh, I guess I should mention, I do content creation full-time, which is like crazy for me to even think about. I don't know, and I, I still don't believe it, to be honest. But yeah, after graduating college during COVID, that was kind of like my time to just go full force into content creation because like the job market was obviously down and like it was the peak of COVID. So I just took that as a sign to just transition from college content to fitness content. So I think that's kind of where I'm at now.
0: (laughs) That's so cool. Did you initially start your social media then while you were in college and then it was... Gearing up enough that you're like, let me just try this. There's not really any jobs right now during the pandemic.
1: Yeah. So okay. I started literally the summer before I started college, and it was just as a fun thing. Like I was, I went to Coachella that year and I was traveling in the summer. So I was just making these fun little travel vlogs. And then when I got into college, I made the typical moving day vlog, uh, college week in my life, like dorm room tour. And that kind of picked up. At that time, it was like the college YouTubers were just, that was the thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love watching those videos. And I love watching your videos too. You do such an amazing job. I love all of your content so much.
1: Thank you. No, I love yours. And I feel like you do such a good job of balancing all the platforms. Like, I feel like I don't put as much, like you, you go across the board, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. I feel like there's just so much to tackle. For me it's okay, Instagram and YouTube. TikTok it's like it's own beast. <laughs>
0: You're like stuck on TikTok. You're like bye. <laughs> no, I kind of I kind of have that relationship. It's a love hate. It, it it is a lot. It is tough, but YouTube like secretly is my favorite. And the podcast. Really? Cuz you can just talk. I feel like I can And the podcast. Oh my god. Yes. I, I feel like no, I can obviously. just be myself though with long form content and I feel like when it's a 15 second video, I'm like, how do people really get to actually know who I am? Like, yeah, it just, I'm actually like really such pressure.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cause like you have to get them hooked in like the first second or else yeah. they scroll away and then they'll never know, you know, who you are, or what you do. And yeah.
0: Yeah. So or take things out of context where if it's like, oh, you just hear the whole thought instead of like a 10 second clip, you actually understand everything so much more. So yeah. Love you too. Mm-hmm love love it all yeah so you started doing volleyball and I remember you're really good obviously you like post stuff uh, even now you'll play like beach volleyball you're always going find
1: a place beach, to go no, play beach, like grass volleyball sometimes yeah. and then I play with like an adult team in the summer but yeah I'm just really glad that I still get to play pretty competitively after good. college because I feel like that's like with a lot of team sports you don't really get that unless you find like some adult league in your city or something but Yeah. Yeah. It it was such a big part of my life. So I'm glad that I get to continue it.
0: I am too. And I really wanted to have you on the podcast because you just ran a marathon. Congratulations.
1: Thank you. My first ever marathon.
0: Yeah. No, seriously. Such a huge accomplishment. (sighs) I am baffled. I definitely want to, I need to start with like a 5k and work my way up, but of course, like that would be cool to be able to do. We're going to dive into all of that, but I feel like it is so important. I predominantly love lifting. So I always want people to be able to hear lots of different ways of training and just different ways to move where it's a new year. If they want to try something out, hopefully this can help them. If they've been like, you know what, I've been wanting to do a marathon or even something smaller, like a 5k or a 10k getting into it. I feel like this is going to be so helpful for everyone, especially because you're an expert. You just did it and you're you're so, you're such a cute like girl who runs i just oh, i love it so you. much so i'm very excited to talk all things about your marathon but how do you feel that's what i want to know first having done it how do you feel
1: oh man that's a loaded question so it's the thursday after so i ran it this past sunday and it's thursday now so it's like the four days i don't know i feel obviously really proud that i accomplished that because it's been like 16 weeks of training in the in the making oh my gosh. um so I'm super proud and like it really did go so well like better than I even expected Good. um but a part of me is like I feel like kind of empty <laughs> like the post-race blues are very very real yeah and um I think that goes with like anything in life like after you do something or some big event happens you just feel like a sense of oh I feel empty what's my purpose now it's kind of like, I don't know what to do with myself anymore.
0: I'm just agreeing with you. It's so true. When you finally reached and hit a certain goal, you're like, well, what am I supposed to do now? You. T-
1: mm-hmm. It's just, I think it's definitely a temporary thing. It's just for this week because the last the last four months have been literally, my mind has just been so set on marathon training. So running and then also, you know, mixing that with lifting too. But everything that I did was for my marathon. Like everything I ate, everything I, like all the time I spent stretching, recovering, like it was for just one race. So now I just have to sort of get back into normal mode and yeah. (laughs)
0: What is your training going to look like now that you've done a marathon? Do you have another race planned?
1: As of right now, no, but I just really want to get back into the gym and, you know, get back on a four or five day split because i do feel like i lost a bit of strength in the gym because if i was during training i wasn't able to lift as heavy because i didn't want to be super sore for my runs i obviously was still getting into the gym just to maintain muscle and just it just goes hand in hand i feel like strength training really does improve running and vice versa um but yeah i just want to back into being a gym girl I feel like I kind of lost that part of myself that'll
0: be fun I'm so curious what does your training look like building up to a marathon so the past four months what have you been doing what does that look like
1: so I had no when I first signed up for my marathon I didn't have any sort of direction I was like oh I don't know how to go about this um but I literally just googled sub four hour marathon which is like to complete a marathon in under four hours like training plan training plan for that and the first thing that popped up was this article from a runner's world i think and it was this blog post basically that had everything written out for you like 16 weeks worth of workouts monday through sunday so your workouts your Long runs. I'm sorry, not workouts. Just the running part. So your long run, your short runs, your interval, tempo runs, whatever. So I basically just followed that to a T. Yeah. Um, Not exactly. Like I obviously skip some days or like tweak things here and there, but I used that as my foundation, and then just added my own strength training, my own whatever other workouts I was doing, Pilates, stretching, yoga, and yeah, that's that's kind of that's how I did it just literally googled something and it worked
0: (laughs) yeah what was the longest run you had been on before you started training for your marathon and what made you want to even do a marathon
1: yeah okay the longest run I had ever done was a half marathon so 13.1 miles good so I've done like (laughs) I did my first half marathon I think it was during COVID it was like a virtual half marathon that I signed up for and I just did it by myself at 7 a.m. in San Francisco. Aww. And I had to, I actually had a medal shipped to me afterwards for completing it, which was cool. But oh, good. I think there was always a part of me that knew I wanted to do one. In previous years, I've done sort of running challenges before. Like I did my half marathon. And then for my 24th birthday two years ago, I did run 24 miles in 24 hours for my 24th birthday. Oh, so, cool. So within like a 24 hour period, I ran 24 miles, but I kind of split it up. So I did like 13 miles and then I did six miles and then I finished it with however many miles left. Um, so that was like the first sort of big running challenge that I did. And then I figured it just made sense to do 26 miles for my 26th birthday. Oh,
0: um, now I see. Yeah. Cause you're like, there's yeah. a certain reason I wanted to do it. So, oh, that's cool. So okay. I did it right
1: in time and yep. yeah. But also, um, I think another, like, pushing factor for me was also in, during Lyft LA. Um, I don't know if you, you know, had a chance to, like, actually do a lot of this stuff that was around. Because, you know, they have so many different classes and speakers and, like, so many fun things happening at Gymshark's Lyft LA event, which was back in August, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... My boyfriend and I, we had some downtime. So we just sat in on one of the speakers and it was Cody Co. And he spoke on his experience of doing his first Ironman, which if you're familiar with Ironman, it's like a two mile swim and like a however many, however many mile long bike ride. And then a literal marathon after all of that. And he just talked on his whole experience doing that. And I think I spoke to another, a couple other like, hybrid athletes or Gymshark athletes. And they talked on their experience running these longer distances. And I was like, shoot, I feel like I could, I could do this. Like I want to prove something to myself that I can do something hard. And so literally two weeks after I think, yeah, my boyfriend literally signed us up for this marathon. And so we just we did it together.
0: Yeah, I think honestly I feel like being able to do something like that says so much about your mindset. Cause I'm just thinking even trying to run 24 miles in 24 hours, like where does your mind go during all of those runs and the type of mental battles? Cause I'll be in the gym and I'll be like at rep, you know, six and I'm trying to go to eight and I'm like, "Eh, that's it. I'm done. And that's (laughs) 30 seconds of an exercise. If even that. And Mm -hmm. I feel like the mental toughness it takes to do these type of races is no easy feat. It is so inspiring and i would love to get a peek into what your mindset is on these runs like how do you break through the barrier of or a sub 4 well first of all did you reach your goal of running a sub 4
1: hour marathon i did just barely though like that's I all got, that matters are you kidding I me <laughs> i got 3 hours 57 minutes and 20 seconds or wait, wait, what was gosh, it? Three, hour, three 57 20 whatever that's yeah. amazing so I have like two and a half minutes to spare like if I had stopped for the bathroom at any point if I'd stopped ex- and like a couple minutes too long at a field station like mm-mm. you did it I
0: am so yeah. what were your I have so I have so many questions I want to know like what your <sighs> pace time was is it like a what does that equal out to like do you know um, what any of your pace was for any mile I'm or what forgetting.
1: like average? I'm forgetting off the top of my head. I think it might've been like nine Oh three. Oh my God. So
0: that's insane. It's still four hours of you running pretty much nonstop. So mentally, yeah. what do you tell yourself or to push through that? Or what kind of work have you had to do to be able to literally run for that long?
1: I mean, I I would just say the music helps a lot. Okay. <laughs> it keeps my mind busy. Um, during training, I listen to a lot of music, a lot of SoundCloud mixes. So like just hour-long mixes that just kind of fade into the next song and drop after drop. So I don't have to think about, you know, what song is next. I just let it play. I treat it like a DJ set. Like I'm at a concert. I'm just like for an hour, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so that helps a lot. Um I actually did listen to a bunch of podcasts as well I feel like that on certain runs podcasts were fitting on certain runs music's more fitting um just to keep my mind busy but I also did train without any sort of music just to see if I can you know maintain that mental clarity or if I could I could just think about whatever um and I feel like that also helps because you can't always rely on like external things to keep you entertained sometimes you just have to happen to yourself and like keep yourself locked in so Man. yeah and I mean it's tough like four hours straight of running is insane I did find myself getting kind of not bored but just like oh I just wanted it to be over already
0: yeah this show is sponsored by better help we all carry a bunch of different stressors. Recently, Darian and I are working through moving, him graduating, taking boards, wrapping up things here in Michigan, and our cross country move to Florida like us, I assume that you also probably have a lot of things that are going on in your life and some stressors, whether they are big or small. And oftentimes we can keep them bottled up and then it can start to affect us negatively. But therapy can be a safe place for you to get things off of your chest and try to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, go ahead and give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a the licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Brit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Brett skincare from the sea. You got that right. I'm introducing you into the brand Osea. If you have not heard of them yet, this company is called OSEA. It stands for Ocean, Sun, Earth, and Atmosphere, and it is an amazing skincare and body care company. This company is vegan and cruelty-free. They're climate neutral certified and ocean positive. It is a clean beauty company, checks all of the boxes. I love these products so much. I actually gave some away to some of you for the local event so that you could try them as well some of the favorite ones that i use are the body oil and lotion and then i also love the hyaluronic serum and the id puff serum and every time i use them i feel so luxurious They also have a few gift sets that are going on for Mother's Day, which is really fun. They have a glow and go facial set and then a golden glow body set. I'm definitely going to get my mom one of these. I just don't know which yet. So go ahead and treat yourself or your mom to the everyday spa experience that you deserve. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code FUNGAINS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head over to OSEAMalibu.com and use code FUNGAINS for 10% off. Do you, what is the longest mileage that you ran before that race? Like when you're training for a marathon, I'm like so curious mm-hmm. of honestly what your week to week looks like building up to be able to run. Is mm-hmm. it 20? I'm not trying to short a marathon. Is it 26 one or something full marathon
1: is 26.2 yeah. yeah point two okay oh man that I yeah. you, you can't forget <laughs> I, the point I I the point two the point two it actually killed me like I okay. saw that 26 mile marker and the point two felt like Forever. five miles I was like where is the finish line?" yeah you're like please I'm almost there oh my gosh yeah. crazy <laughs> um but yeah during training obviously your mileage kind of builds up week after week And it gets to like a peak week where you have your most miles in a certain week. I don't remember what it was exactly, but my longest run of training was 22 miles. Okay. And then after you hit that, you kind of start to taper and then you're, you know, just allowing your body to rest, recover before the actual race day. So yeah, 22 was the longest run, which is kind of scary because you go into the marathon not knowing if you can even do 26, you just kind of have to trust that you're capable uh, but I think the adrenaline really does help you push through those last four miles or so
0: that's insane the last four miles no big deal that's insane. I know I know that would be my hard part is like you've never fully done it and I always hear people like oh yeah you know you don't really run a full marathon before the actual race you just build up and I'm like you've got to just have some kind of grit to push through
1: mm-hmm. and, and that's what you're yeah. saying some good music. Exactly. My training plan actually had 21 as my longest run, okay. but on that day I was like, no, I wanted to do 22 because I just want to feel a little bit of extra security. Like I'm just one mile closer to my goal. Yeah, that was just something personally that I felt like I had to do, or else. Yeah. Okay. You okay? So, so mentally.
0: So <laughs> mentally, what I'm hearing is you were so determined. You this hardly phased you of running a marathon. Is because no. <laughs> I, maybe it's because i am just not as big of a runner i think a, no i've done a 10 miler before like i used to do the spartan races where it's like run obstacle run obstacle oh that's so fun Kill, okay. kicked my kicked my butt well first of all <laughs> i've done two the first one i just did not run enough i think the most i'd run was three miles and it was a 10 miler bad that's crazy bad i so was crazy. i had to walk for quite a bit of that one they like the shorter Spartan race is three miles or something like I can sprint that one like that's easy I was like oh I'll be able to do the 10 miler no I was very wrong and very very humbled but the second race I did I was let's see I ran it in February and I had Vinny in November so I was oh my god bounce maybe 12 weeks postpart- no not a bounce back no
1: <laughs> a slight dribble a walk back a dribble
0: <laughs> absolutely not I don't know what i i have no idea what possessed me to think i would be able to do something like that i did it i mean i finished but no i was hurt i was hurting yeah,
1: but the fact that you had the courage to sign up and just true. go for it i feel like that's something that a lot that stops a lot of people from doing things like this you just gotta yeah, well thank sign you yourself up <laughs> and then you have no no choice but to start training for it and exactly exactly
0: exactly there you go you have you're locked in you've paid yeah you've got to go
1: you've got to go now yeah i think we did i think my boyfriend did buy like some sort of insurance where like if for any reason you had to like not if you couldn't do the race you would be able to get your money back i think it was like a 20 dollar deposit or something yeah I think he was debating if he should get that. I don't know if we actually. <laughs> He's like, do
0: I want way. to do this or am I going to back out? No, knowing, <laughs> knowing both of you guys, you guys just live and breathe running. Like during the Lyft LA event, just like you were saying, we were always like, "Where's Chris?" Both of you were just out for your morning runs, like before. <laughs> you got, go and get him. You guys are killing it. I it's, I love to see it.
1: It's just one of those things that, like, wherever you go, it's so it's pretty easy to do as long as you have your running shoes and you have some workout clothes like you can just go out and go find a route near you. I mean as long as it's safe um but we were in LA by Marina Del Rey like how could oh, you yeah. not want to run by the beach you know it's so <sighs>
0: inspiring because it's so true you don't need anything to run you can just go outside <laughs> Unless you're living a oh, wasteland, yeah, waste actually, yeah <laughs>
1: exactly. So no, that's why I feel so Bad. lucky that I'm in the Bay Area because we don't get weather like that. So I, I can literally, I mean, the yeah. last long one I did before training, I was out in a sports bra and shorts, and oh it's December, January. Very blessed in that sense, California. Very blessed, you can't beat it.
0: No, but. you, you actually can't. I, <laughs> I stand California through and through. I love it. I, I'm a little more of a Southern cow, but I, I'm actually going to come to NorCal mm-hmm. soon. My brother lives in oh. France, so I will text you. That'd be fun to meet up when I'm there. Oh, hell yeah. Let's go. Maybe Maybe do a jog. Do a we jog do and that. some brunch. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Would that be fun? That's very SF. Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> oh, we have to. Okay. And we'll do like, you know, a cool run where you end on a scenic view. So it's like, oh,
1: yes, track, track. I have one in mind. Right in Okay.
0: would be perfect.
1: All right. Well, stay tuned. Just let me know.
0: <laughs> yeah I will I will that would be that would be cool if someone's trying to get into their fitness routine or into something I think that's a great entry level get a good playlist going get some good shoes even if you just start with walking run walk over time you build it up
1: yeah and I feel like you know how everyone loves a hawk walk right now so true you kind of you kind of just have to romanticize your runs like hawk girl run just read it like yeah. that and like It really is such a good way to get outside explore your area or explore a new area um and i mean if yeah it's just i don't even know it's i know it can be intimidating for people um but you literally just go out there you can do one mile or just go for like a set amount of time Mm -hmm. or just pre-plan a route in your head that you want to do and just just start with that like you don't have to do something crazy right from the jump um 5ks 10ks half marathon like just test the waters first yeah I I promise you like it'll be something running is just I think it really I don't want to be dramatic change my life but like it's it's such a fun part of my fitness now and it keeps me excited
0: it does I feel like I get the best endorphins after a run or any type of cardio there's just something
1: like sprints spring. on the treadmill or something.
0: Oh, see, I'm a sprinter. <laughs> I know, you're, you're, that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a sprinter. I'm a hurdler. I'm a triple jumper. Long distance? Mm-hmm. No. The most I ever had to do was an 800. And I did so poorly. They pulled me out of the event. <laughs> and then they put me back on all the sprints.
1: <gasps> not. <laughs> Wait, did you do high school track?
0: Yeah. Not a, or, okay. um, yeah, just high school. I wish college. Okay, wouldn't cool. that be fun? be mm-hmm.
1: so fun. I wish I had done track in high school. I did track in middle school, mm-hmm. but I, I'm like wondering like, where would I be as a runner if I did track in high school? I don't know. But I think balancing, balancing two sports is hard. It was oh, I couldn't yeah. do cross country because that was the same time as volleyball. And then yep. during track season, I was playing club volleyball. So I just didn't really have time for that. Okay. Volleyball is great. Volleyball
0: is it's so great. It's, and now it's you're getting fun, into but- running. So see,
1: Yeah. I I love running though, because it's it's an individual
0: sport where I don't have to like, you know, volleyball. I need a team. to Yeah,
1: that's true.
0: I I think that's what was cool about track and learning, finding my love to run is it is so individual. It is you in your own head and your own mindset. What are you personally going to tell yourself to push through those times when you want to give up, when you want to stop how do you overcome that? And I feel like as adults, I'm always searching for that. Sometimes I'm like,
1: yeah,
0: you get so complacent, and it's so nice to be able to have some kind of sport or some kind of exercise or a place that you can go to push yourself further. I love that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. running
1: is, and you do that thing. in the gym. You you be pushing for those people. yeah, no, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I I that's something that I want to do this year. Like literally every year, I'm like, I want to be able to bench one plate or squat two plates <laughs> I saw I, that video oh. <laughs> I'm <know. laughs> dying no that's literally so true I agree. if I look back on all my resolutions I have that written out but then I, it's like I have those two things written out but then I also have like oh run a marathon written out. Yeah. so it's like I feel you kind of have to pick and choose like it's really hard to push for those kind of PRs in the gym when you're also training for a marathon
0: yeah no like, it's it's Im- I wouldn't say impossible, but you'd have to like be on something to be able to do both because strength is so freaking difficult. You have to have enough energy and it just takes time. And you know, you can really only test certain lifts once a week. So like each week you really gotta be locked in. It it it's cool. I love both. Mm -hmm. And we can do both. Mm -hmm. We can be great to do both for sure.
1: I want to be able to push for those PRs, but a lot of times I am working out alone in the gym, so it's, like, scary because I need a spot, you know?
0: Yeah, and bench, you have to have a spot. Squat, you can get away with it because if you have the safety Mm -hmm. bars, you just have to learn how to bail properly, but bench, nope you have to have a spot <laughs> I learned I that the hard <laughs> way I got <laughs> stuck and I had to like crank oh. my neck back and I was like help like I was like shouting and like finally someone came over and <laughs> oh my it no. Wait, up. did you
1: have the um what are those called the clips, clips on? on
0: oh for sure yeah so I couldn't like
1: oh okay I'll shoot
0: you know do that I was just like help like waiting oh, for my sleep. worst
1: fear no <laughs>
0: it happened and it was okay you know uh-huh I did yeah, like look around. So I was like, if I don't make this, there's somebody at least within earshot that will hear me and my cry for help if I scream loud enough over their headphones. So...
1: Oh, my God. Embarrassing okay. gym stories. Oh, we love it. We all have them. We all have them. Oh, I do. I do. Oh, yeah. man. Recently, I I was doing one of my interval workouts, my tempo runs on the treadmill. And it's just easier to do on the treadmill because it's like um, basically... You can, like, adjust the incline or adjust the speed and have it be very accurate. Um, But, yeah, I was on the treadmill, and it was a pretty long run to be on a treadmill for, like, seven miles almost. So during, like, part of that run, I just kind of zoned out, and I was, like, you know, staring off in the distance, and I fell (laughs) on the treadmill. I just, like, dropped to my knees. It shot me back. I scraped my knee, scuffed my shoes, scraped my palm, and, like, I don't think anyone's I, I think people saw oh. when I fell, but as soon as I looked up, no one was looking anymore. So I think they like <laughs> felt embarrassed for me and just looked away. Which, yeah, oh it, hurt. <laughs> it oh, hurt. It hurts your body yeah. and your pride. <laughs> 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 and then I got back up and I was like, <laughs>
0: yeah. act like it didn't happen." Exactly, man. I'm glad you didn't get hurt because you could have like broke, yeah. twisted your ankle or something. Like, thank oh my gosh. my gosh
1: that was my fear of all of marathon training it's like just getting hurt for some oh. crazy reason yeah yes. that would have been disheartening for sure
0: like all your hard work now you're like mm, thrown out the window all right about the about the marathon something that i want to know Okay, what kind of gear do you use? Like do, are you an Oakley sunglasses girl? <laughs> what like what's in what's in the marathon pouch? What are the gummies? Mm-hmm. Do you have certain drinks? Like I yeah, I'm so yeah. invested because like your favorite shoes, like what is the runner girl starter pack? And then I also want to hear like your favorites.
1: Yeah. What's your Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. So I feel like all of marathon training was me sort of just test running all these things until I found like exactly what works for me and like what I'm comfortable in. And yeah. So at the beginning, I had a pair of, I had like one pair of Brooks that I had been running on for like two or three years. And at this point, they already had like 300 something miles, 400 maybe. So what they say is that you should be sort of getting new running shoes every I don't know what the number is, maybe 300 or 400 miles. Okay. Just so that, you know, they perform at their highest level. I don't know. Something like that. I'm still a newbie, guys. I'm not an expert. Wait, but that's cute. So you, like, retire your shoes. You're like, oh, you have 300 miles. Like, oh, that's cute. Okay. That's cute. You don't necessarily have to. Like, if you're just, like, a casual runner, obviously it's fine. But I did notice with my shoes that i have been running on for a few years, like, it was – starting to hurt my knees a little and so I was like okay maybe I need to invest in a new pair maybe something with more cushion and so yeah I found Saucony's I feel like Saucony's are my favorite shoe I think it's very different per person though so I think the best thing would be to find a running store running shoe store near you and get fitted for something try on different shoes first because it's a commitment running shoes are not cheap um but yeah I do like Saucony's um oakley sunglass girl oh my gosh i wish i wish i I tried on pairs at sunglass hut and i was like oh my god these look sick i want to be this kind of girl but they're just they're really expensive so maybe in the future i will invest in a pair because i feel like maybe they do make you go faster i don't know but i've i bought like a couple pair of sunglasses that i tried for some runs but i actually don't really like having something on my face i prefer to just wear a cap and be covered or protected by the sun in that way i love a running cap i really like the ponytail caps from Gymshark. shark Gym shark has been like they, they keep me geared up they keep us geared up for everything um the that's ponytail true. cap from Gymshark. shark i love the two-in-one chores i feel like that's not a big favorite amongst a lot of people but for running i think it's great because it has like a layer action so there's like a spandexy layer and then the flowy layer so you're covered you don't have to worry about the wind or anything um I always wear my little running belt, which I got off of Amazon. It's from the brand Spy. It's called the Spy Belt, small personal item belt. That's Oh, and it's just like a slinky material, and it fits just enough for like my phone. I always carry Aquaphor because my lips get chapped during runs. Um, <laughs> I can yeah. I put like. <laughs> Like, after whatever two hours do. of
0: running, of course, your lips are going to get chapped. You can't go so 30 bad. minutes like, without it. Of course, you're going to need... I
1: can't. <laughs> oh, my God. On runs that, like, I Love forget the chopstick, they're so miserable. I'm like, oh <sighs> trying not to lick my lips or whatever. Because you got the wind. You're going so fast, Chris. You're just like, Ugh. the lips are... <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> just I'm not that speedy. I swear. You um, are. And then I always... For my longer runs, I always like to carry a little bit of fuel, so... A lot of runners like to eat these gels, which are just like, I don't even know what to compare it to, like a jam that's in a packet, and you rip it open, like a ketchup packet almost, and you squeeze (laughs) it into your mouth. Okay, cool. There's flavors, there's fruity ones, there's more uh, sweet ones like salted caramel or dessert flavors. Yeah, they're, they're fun. I actually really like all the flavors that I trained with, but some people are very specific about what brand of gels that they use Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not very picky with that
0: wait what's it called when you're like oh superstitious are you superstitious when it comes to race days because like certain people like you have to have your certain gels because it's like a mind psych like oh I haven't done this before am I going to be able to do it you've got to you know clock your timing of your gels or something are you like that
1: and well for that it's not so much being superstitious it's just like uh, I, it's like a routine sort of thing because I yeah. I practice my fueling. I practice my fueling schedule during all my long runs. So like, usually you take a gel every forty five minutes or like every five miles or so, and you just continue that throughout the run so you can sustain your energy. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But in terms of superstitions, I am that way with certain things. I think in life in general. It's kind of like it's giving a little bit of OCD, whatever. Like you have to, like I have to put on my left sock and then my right sock and then my and then my left shoe, my right. Yeah, shoe. that's like, what I'm talking about. Yeah, like have them yeah. perfectly
0: tied. Like kind. You might of. have to re-tie them ten times. It's not. It's not weird. It's like <laughs> maybe yeah. that is weird. Maybe that's something that's just that I do. That I thought of. I <laughs> totally side tangent, but I'm like, you just think about those things.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so no, dumb. no, but I mean, yeah, there's so many things in my pre-run routine that like I have to do or else I feel like I won't have a good run like I yes. have to have okay. my, my peanut butter banana toast before a long run or like my Kodiak cake well, my Kodiak cake pancakes those were my go-to too like I had to have those or else I wouldn't have a good run or I, I had to have my coffee to make sure I poop um yes yes because if I go into my run and I haven't had those things or I haven't done those things I it's it's gonna go downhill that's so
0: true. Okay. I, so cool. I have there to is practice that a lot. A
1: yeah. pre
0: that's your pre-run routine. Oh, do you log any of your runs like on an app or anything or is it you just printed off the example from the blog post and that's exactly what you how you tracked that?
1: Yeah, so I took whatever workouts were in that blog post and made my own sort of Google Doc. And on that doc, it was like the days of the week. And then I put two columns next to it. So one column was filled with all the run, running workouts. And then the second column was for me to input any additional workouts that I did. Like if I did a strength training workout, I would write exactly the workout that I did. Exactly like the the whole, like I did back squats and then I did uh, RDLs. And like, I, I have it all written out. Like it was so Aww. fun for me to go throughout training. Like I'll show you. I know this is just video, but like Oh, that's cute. It was oh just like so that's input a lot of work. everything. Yeah. And now I can look back and be like, oh my god, I did all that, whatever. Yeah. Um but yeah, I had that and then I also track all my runs on Strava, which I think is a really popular Strava. Um, I'm writing that. Strava down. is a yeah, Strava is a popular app for runners. I think a lot of people like Nike Run Club as well. But Strava feels like a social media for runners. Like after you finish your run, you can upload it and you can add your picture. You can add your title description. You can put like what shoes you wore. So then that actually tracks the miles. And then it'll tell you like how many miles you have on that certain shoe. It's
0: pretty cool. Wait, I'm geeking out. Okay. I'm, I'm definitely going to do that. I can't, I can't start being a runner girl yet, but when we move to undisclosed location, I am fully entering my running mode and I'm, I am so excited because I like to run outdoors, not not on yeah. a treadmill. You know, it's, it's tough. Yeah, treadmills are tough for
1: sure. Tough. Yeah. Ooh, excited. Oh, excited. I'm excited for that era. of it.
0: Thank you. Thank you. If somebody <laughs> listening was wanting to enter their runner girl area or run a marathon, is there any advice you would give them on
1: how to start? I think just taking that leap and signing yourself up that's a good first start. Cause once you're signed up, it's kind of like you're locked in. Um, but you know, it's crazy because at the very start of my marathon training, I was, or, okay, no, actually I'll back it up. I would say two years ago, or was it one year ago? Anyway, it was a while back, but I was on this run and I was just doing like one loop around my usual lake route. And it's like four miles. And I ran into this girl watches my videos and she stops me and she was like oh my god like I love your videos whatever blah, blah blah and she was like oh yeah I'm on my I'm on mile eight of my run and I looked at her I was like oh my god I could never like and she looked so you know flawless she wasn't out of breath or anything not even phased I was like, oh that couldn't I was like that could never be me um but If you give yourself time and you put in the effort to whatever it is you want to do you can literally become that person who you thought could never be you and i mean i didn't i never thought that i could actually do a marathon in the time i did but 16 weeks later of dedicating my training to that it it happened i don't know how else to like describe it but Like you literally have the power to do anything you want if you just put the time into it. You just have to like, just get in your mind that you are that person. Even if you don't feel like it yet, like you are and you can be and you will be like manifestation, I guess. 100%.
0: And I love that. That is so inspiring because it is so true. I think a lot of times we try to talk ourselves out of things. Imposter syndrome kicks in, all that you know that could never be me i could never do that and it's like actually that's the exact opposite anything you want to mm-hmm. do if you actually put in the time and the dedication and tried you can you can accomplish and i think that that's very inspiring especially if somebody's a little bit nervous or doesn't feel like they could ever do that it's also the slow steps i mean you started with one mile two miles 3 mm-hmm. miles and worked your way up it doesn't have to be your first day you're trying to run a marathon it takes a lot of yeah. time and I think it's important to enjoy the process through it because it does take time.
1: Mm-hmm. And whatever you start, if it's a new thing, it's going to be hard or it's going to feel like unfamiliar. You're not going to feel like super confident in what you do, but eventually it it will, I don't know, the more you practice anything, the better you'll get at it. And yes, something that like a quote that, I sort of live by and have always sort of reminded myself is that things never get easier you just get stronger I think that was like my senior year yearbook quote (laughs) I always remember that um but yeah like literally like I remember on one of my earlier runs this or of last year on one of my earlier runs of last year I felt so out of breath I was like oh my god like I need to really get back into running like this is hard like I feel like I was building I was starting from ground zero again um, and I, and I remember thinking, I, I can't wait to reach that time when running doesn't feel this hard for myself. So I kind of use that as like motivation because I want things to feel easier, you know, but in the grand scheme, it's not getting easier. You're just getting better at it. getting stronger.
0: 100%. To relate on that, that note. Oh no, hundred <laughs> percent. No, I'm I'm literally I'm literally going off that because I'm like you're so smart. That that's exactly how I felt about trying to just re-enter the gym after having gone through surgery and taking so much time off. Like running, if you take a break from running, trying to get back to that, even though you might have ran twenty miles, if you take eight weeks off, you're gonna feel hurt the first couple of days back <laughs> because your body's yeah. trying to reacclimate to the stress that you're putting on it and challenging it. I mean, exercise is a challenge. That's that's why we do it for our health and and wellness and our mental health as well. But mm-hmm. I just remember feeling so uncomfortable. I was so embarrassed going back to the gym. I did not feel like I belonged. I just did not want to be there. I was so uncomfortable in my skin and just in that setting. But I told myself, yeah. I said, I know there will come a time where I will feel comfortable again in the gym, mm-hmm. in my skin. I'll be able to feel strong again but you have to push through however long that phase is to get over it. And then you'll feel like a million bucks, but you have to work through that. And I feel like that's part of the process is going up and over that hill of discouragement of everything's fighting against you of overcoming that negative self-talk. And then mm-hmm. on the other side, you're like, I did it. And it is it's so worth it. It's, it's so the best feeling so yeah. worth
1: it. And you don't even remember really those days where you felt super embarrassed or like scared. Like it's just, it's a blip of time. And then now you're over the hump and you're just, oh, it's, it's so freeing. Yeah. Wait, that's so
0: true. You actually don't remember the hard times, which you
1: do, but it's not so like,
0: Oh, ingrained like sad. yeah it's i guess not consuming you as much as it was before yeah. whereas before like that's all i would think about but now it's like oh i remember i had a hard time i remember that was tough but like you don't remember how tough it, it was because you're kind of like mm-hmm. yeah happy
1: yeah oh, the, that's the cool. tough times help you appreciate they the, do. the good times yeah 100
0: well that's amazing mm-hmm. i'm so inspired by you running a marathon you got you got me excited <laughs> Runner girl era later on in this year. I, I'm waiting. Let oh me know. Let me know. Oh, I cannot wait. I'll be I'll be sending you pictures after all my runs. You'll be like, Rennie, stop okay, texting okay. me. And yeah, I'll yeah. be like, <laughs> daily run. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, go away. <laughs> no. Okay. I love to end the podcast with asking you a question of what's one thing you tell
1: your younger self. I love this question. I think I would tell myself to just be chasing, just keep doing the things that you love. Pursue your passions. It will lead you to really great opportunities. Like if you had told me that I would be doing what I'm doing now, I probably wouldn't believe you. I mean, like back then, I don't know. I think I think I would just really just don't worry so much about what's to come. Like those opportunities will present themselves. Work hard in what you do and have fun but don't stress so much about what's next life life will work out for you i love that yeah. just you know just stay optimistic just give her a little pat on the back like everything will be okay you're good you're doing great oh yeah. I, need,
0: I need to hear that i forget that quite often
1: just yeah, stop worrying no, too. so
0: much things will Things will fall into place. That's a hard thing to remember a lot
1: of times. Especially with social media, I feel there's like this pressure to, you have to be doing this at this age or, Mm -hmm. you know, and if you're not there, then you're behind. But I've learned and I always know now that everyone's timeline is different. And while some people are out having babies, getting married, I'm out here training for a marathon. And, you know, that's fine. That's just that's just how life works sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But
0: nothing nothing um, is wrong with that. I think I've definitely had to overcome that weird sense of the thing that we always envision in our our life to look like when we're young. And then we get to mm-hmm. these ages. Like I thought 25 was so old. I turned 25 and I'm like, I still don't know anything. And so I'm nah. like, actually, as I get older, I feel like I'm able to give myself that time and space to become who I want to be and realize I don't need to have a timeline. This is my own life. Mm -hmm. And I feel kind of silly. Maybe if you're younger, like don't have such strict, like things that you want at certain ages, because that might happen for you. And that's absolutely fantastic. But also it Mm -hmm. might not like, I just always was like at this age, this would happen in this age. And then you grow up and you're like,
1: what was I, why did I think 25 was old? like 25 is
0: oh. so young
1: like what are that's we talking about me. I think that's yeah. just like our parents' generation like my mom at 25 she already had one kid and was pregnant with another kid so yeah true you know it was just such a different time yeah I, know.
0: I know well and when, when you're a young teen like anything over 18 is so old like oh my gosh yeah. you're 21 and it's like I'm like three years older than you like <laughs> what are you doing Don't calling me old we're like, know. you graduate and college I'm... and you're like 22 or 23 and you're out of school. You're 22. And you're like, w- what am I supposed to do now?
1: Just graduate college. Still Literally, lost. 26.
0: 26. I don't know. I don't so know young. You're so, so young, Chris. You've got <laughs> so many good things coming your way. I'm yeah. excited. And you too.
1: You too. Yes. Big things. Big things. Is that move coming soon? I'm sorry. Yeah. Is that yes. move coming soon? Like it's coming year? in May. Oh my gosh. Wow. Oh my gosh. <gasps> yes. And, so and
0: congrats. Thank you very much. And uh, see you soon, right? Oh. No.
1: <laughs> no. I know exactly what you're talking about, but no, I can't because in all of February, I'm going to be traveling. I'll be out of the country. I'll- see ya.
0: <laughs> no, oh but I'm really God. sorry
1: i'm really sad wait, wait where are you going
0: it's got to be exciting. it's going to be exciting i'm so excited for you
1: <laughs> um very very exciting i'm traveling with my boyfriend and his family actually we're going to asia oh my gosh okay we're well kinda, we're gonna be bopping around so i'm not exactly sure which countries <laughs> <laughs> but we're, no we're literally been... bopping around
0: i'm so excited you have to vlog everything i will be stalking you and being so excited to see everything all of the food yes
1: oh everything, everything. Oh, but I'm sad that you know I won't be at you know you know
0: <laughs> wink wink. You might get a hint of know, what we're know. talking
1: about if you know you know. <laughs> but I'm sure I'll see you in the future soon. if you, Oh, when you're in San Francisco,
0: yeah, I will for sure. Know, for real though, I will. Oh, yay! Thank you so much for coming on. It it means a lot that you took the time, especially on your birthday. You are <laughs> an angel. And no,
1: it was so fun
0: yeah well thanks I hope I hope you have a great morning a
1: great birthday well I'm I just want to say thank you to you because I feel like you make everyone around you feel so comfortable like it's just so easy to talk to you like this <laughs> <isn't really laughs> the podcast. it was just like a catch-up I'm sorry it's, it's such a catch-up me- you know I'm you sure you get it all up. the time though
0: no that means so much I thank you I- <laughs>
1: I need i'm some shy that, now like for me because no i'm literally shy that's why i can't i'm not i can't really be like that so, i don't feel like i am that way though. so that i'm covering covering
0: my face you can't see me oh. on zoom right now but my I'm covering my face with my hand oh. well thank you so much again for coming on the podcast it was so fun go ahead and tell
1: everybody where they can find you on your socials you can find me on youtube chris huey you search that uh, on Instagram and TikTok, I'm at San Francisco. And I mean, I think that's, that's it. I have a Spotify too, which if you just search my name, Chris oh, Huey, then yeah. it should pop up. No, yeah, I'm- I have like quite a few like workout playlists or running playlists. I haven't updated it in a while, but I have some some pretty good ones that I always fall back on. Just Just when I need a little... Boost, But again, I've been on my SoundCloud kick. I'm so excited. I'm going to use
0: your running playlists.
1: Oh, if you like EDM, hip hop, that's kind of my vibe. Oh, yeah. For sure. For running,
0: always.
1: You've got to have the
0: like like festival music so you're like
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> like just exactly. never high bpm
0: <laughs> exactly exactly yeah I think I might go run there's only a foot of fresh snow that's happening right now so I, I got what? it I'm gonna put on my boots Chris after we stop recording because the people probably listening to this podcast are gonna be like Brittany hang it up but there is so much snow on my window I'm gonna show you after this
1: <laughs> oh my god wait anyway, you can you just go running in boots? So? I was joking. I was j- Oh, oh joking. my God. No, I was like, because I know people like they literally do go run out in the snow, but they have like special shoes or they put yeah. like, spikes or something. I don't know. You
0: know, it would need to have spikes because it's straight ice. Like you can't even drive oh. right now. It's it's bad. It's bad. Oh my it's God. okay. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, damn. I know. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Yeah. Well, you guys, we're going to end the podcast here and hang up and talk about K-dramas because I have to talk about cash landing <laughs> on you.
1: Wait, I've actually never watched a full K-drama <laughs> before. <laughs> but I love that you're so into it. And I really need to get into it. I just, Sometimes I don't know I'm what
0: happened. Happen. I, I, I am going to dabble. I'm definitely, that's, actually, I'm going to watch that tonight, so... <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Oh, that's all for this week well, you guys thank Let's... you for it yeah no thank you so much for coming on we will talk to you all next week for some more fun and games bye bye you are listening to the fun and games podcast i'm your host Brittany lupton thank you for listening to another episode don't forget to subscribe rate and review this podcast make sure you come back next week for some more fun and games bye i love you yeah. fun games for me bye make sure to call this bye